You're listening to the Blind Sports New South Wales podcast. We discuss lifestyle, sports, adventure, and resources for the low vision and blind community throughout the month. Listeners can look forward to giveaways and interactive segments, including interviews with special guests, so be sure to add us on Facebook and Instagram at BlindSportsNSW, and check our website, BlindSportsNSW.com.au, to stay up to date with upcoming podcasts. A big hello to all our listeners tuning into the September edition of the Vision Bulletin produced by Blind Sports New South Wales. My name's Sonia and I'm the program manager at Blind Sports New South Wales and I will be taking you through the podcast today. This is pretty much a recording of the newsletter, but what we do get in this podcast version is is a, uh, I wouldn't say a sneak peek, it's actually the full interview with our Spotlight Athlete. So if you don't know who that is and you haven't seen the newsletter, stay tuned because you'll find out more soon. To begin with, we'll go back into a review of the month of September. Blind Sports New South Wales have had a very exciting month with numerous events happening, including the release of 1,000 show bags that were sent out to primary schools all over the state, the first blind low vision tennis camp that was hosted at Tennis New South Wales, and a very successful and super fun healthy initiative program run by Gold Creek School in Canberra. Now, in this September edition, Blind Sports New South Wales will also provide a COVID-19 update, uh, a month in review of all the amazing work that has been happening, as well as all the new and fun events happening next month in October. The team at Blind Sports New South Wales are always there to provide support and opportunities for their members and community, so don't hesitate to contact myself on Sonia, S-O-N-J-A, dot balik b-a-l-i-c at blindsportsnsw.com.au or jump onto our website to find out more on our events and programs. There has been a sigh of relief in the last couple of weeks with COVID cases reducing in New South Wales. This has led to the New South Wales Chief Health Officer, Dr. Cherry Kent, announcing the release of updated advice from the sector relating to spectator attendance at community sport, as well as school sport and outdoor education activities. From Saturday 26th of September, inter-regional community sporting competitions uh, were able to recommence without restricting these activities to regions or zones. Uh, and they were able to run where there was a COVID-19 safety plan in place. The advice provided in August regarding limiting spectators to one parent per child and inter-region sport and recreation activities has been removed. However, organisations must still ensure their activity is delivered in compliance with the public health order and the COVID-19 safety plan requirements. So this includes requiring to requiring to adhere to the 500 person limit for community sport activities, including participants, officials and spectators, and adhering to the one person per, per four 
square meter rule. Communal sports organizations and participants should continue to avoid shared travel arrangements such as carpooling along with minimizing social gatherings before and after the event. For any further clarifications, please read the New South Wales Public Health Order, uh, which can be found on our website. Okay, the first event that we're going to revisit from September was my, I reckon it was my second favorite event outside of the tennis camp. But this event was held at the Gold Creek School in ACT, and it was a healthy initiative program uh, hosted by the school where Blind Sports New South Wales uh, helped host. And it was where students with blindness or low vision, ranging from years four to eight, came from various school, schools across the state to participate. The school Students enjoyed many activities throughout the day, including gold ball, blind cricket, blind tennis, rock climbing, cycling, cooking, drumming, and many more. And it gave the opportunity to students to step out of their comfort zones and allow them to explore the numerous sports and activities that they initially never thought they could do. Friendships were made comfort zones were pushed and really fun memories were made. The kids had an absolute blast. So a massive shout out and a big thank you to all the people who helped organize that event and especially to Gold Creek School at ACT for welcoming us and letting us host this event alongside them. Now, if you are a school Um, and you are wanting to bring adaptive sports and active recreation to your school and to your children, email myself, sonia.balik at blindsportsnsw.com.au to find out how Blind Sports New South Wales can get involved. I'll provide you all with a quick affiliate uh, update from the Blind and Low Vision Tennis as well as Gold Ball update. So the BLV tennis is growing every week. It's incredible how much interest we have gotten into the sport and the players are absolutely having a blast. So with more players joining our training hubs, we are starting to see potential tennis clubs uh, within the Sydney region and hopefully in the regional areas uh, pop up. Currently, there are three main sessions occurring. The main one is at ACPE in Sydney Olympic Park, and that runs on Tuesdays from 5.30pm till 7. The second one is occurring on Thursday evening from 6pm to 7pm, and that's at City Community Tennis in Surrey Hills. And then finally, the Blacktown Tennis Centre at Stanhope Gardens is running a 45-minute session with a coach on Saturdays from 10.15 a.m. to 11 a.m. with the courts available after for a hit. Now, we may have some events coming up in terms of tournaments and competitions for blind and low vision tennis. The first one is looking to be occurring at the end of October, potentially in South Australia. Otherwise, the next state championships will be held in early December and that'll be held at Netball Central. 
If you are interested or know someone who is interested in starting blind and low vision tennis, it is for all players and all abilities. So if you've never played it before uh, or have played it before and are wanting to get involved, please email me or even jump onto our website under referral and sports. Click the tennis tab to learn more. Moving on to goalball now. New South Wales goalball have been getting really creative with keeping their members engaged during this season with weekly virtual catch-ups involving trivia nights, discussions with Goalball Australia and the pathway for our athletes to advance with their sporting career. The virtual catch-ups went international as well with Team New South Wales zooming with a great uh, with the Great Britain goalball team and sharing their training ideas and memories of past tournaments. New South Wales goalball has also partnered up with Victoria goalball in a first ever COVID cup where members accumulate points based on their physical activity completed throughout the month of September. The state with the most points by October the 1st takes the title. So we'll Make sure we keep everyone posted with the result. New South Wales goalball have some exciting news. Uh, training is finally back at ACPE in Sydney Olympic Park on Wednesdays from 6.30pm till 8pm. However, as it has come to the end of the season, there will only be three more sessions left. And that is the 30th of September, the 7th of October and the 14th of October. The New South Wales Goldball final competition for 2020 will take place on Saturday 17th of October at ACPE, a semi-Olympic park. So you don't have to play in that final competition. You are more than welcome to come and watch how the game is played, especially if you have never seen it live before. And it's a great way to introduce yourself to the coaches, the volunteers and the organisers to see how you can get involved. Otherwise, you can visit the Goldball website, which is www.goldball.com.au or email info at goldball.com.au for further training and program details. All right, so the Healthy Initiative in Canberra was my second favourite event in September, but my first favourite event, and probably a little biased because I am the tennis coach on the sessions at ACPE, a little hint there, but the New South Wales Blind and Low Vision Tennis Development Camp that was hosted uh, by Tennis Australia with the support of Blind Sports New South Wales uh, was hosted for the first time for people with blindness and low vision in New South Wales. So the camp was held at the Tennis New South Wales Bubble Court, so they're indoor courts, at Sydney Olympic Park. And that happened on Sunday the 20th of September. We had 12 New South Wales players join the camp and experience a range of tennis drills, followed by a bit of match play towards the end. The session was led by Tennis Australia's National Inclusion Manager, Steve Manley, and assisted by myself and Coach Sean, who also coaches with me 
the blind and low vision tennis sessions at City Community Tennis at Surrey Hills. Tennis New South Wales will be hosting another one of these camps just because, like I said before, the interest in the sport has been booming. And the next camp is scheduled to be held on Sunday, the 22nd of November from 12pm to 4pm. And this time it'll be at City Community Tennis, Prince Alfred Park Tennis Courts. These are, these are outdoor courts as well. Um, the cost is free. It is organised by Tennis Australia and they really do want to promote uh, the opportunities available to everyone and grow the awareness of the sport. So we encourage all people with the blind, within the blind and low vision community to come and try out. The camp is open to all playing abilities and is a fantastic way to make long-lasting friendships in sport. The, uh, the last tennis camp we had, Steve made these very cute little show bags which had these mini fans that the players could use. There were wristbands, there were free tennis grips and mini tennis balls that came in it. So uh, yeah, it was really, really cool and all the players had such a great time. And it was good to connect all the players from the different training hubs in Sydney. It was a great way to get them coming all together into one spot and just enjoying playing the game of tennis. So if you have any questions regarding the camp, please email myself uh, uh, or jump onto our website. If you jump under uh, calendar or sports, um, you'll be able to see the tennis camp and register online. Now the moment we have all been waiting for to find out who the athlete spotlight is for September. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and only Sean Fitzpatrick. Now, Sean began his journey at Blind Sports New South Wales at the age of 13, where he initially played goalball and later moved on to other adaptive sports, finding interests in cricket, touch, football, soccer and tennis. Sean, now 23 years of age, has conquered the national stage for goalball, cricket and soccer, including winning three national championship titles in cricket in a row. Now that's pretty impressive. One of his most memorable sporting moments, though, came from competing at the Cricket World Cup in South Africa. Sean remembers the training session he had before his first debut at the World Cup, standing at the foot of a large mountain and thinking him thinking to himself, Wow, I'm actually here. Now, Sean's future aspirations don't see him slowing down anytime soon in the sporting world. His goal in sport is to represent Australia in as many blind sports as possible and hopefully setting the record in doing so. Understanding the importance on giving back, Sean has been passionate on mentoring and supporting young kids coming up the sporting pathways. Outside of the sporting world, Sean is studying to be a vet and his biggest passion other than sports is helping animals. So a little fun fact about Sean. Sean told me that when he plays sport, he likes to imagine that there's a crowd and cameras around him and it makes him feel like he's one of the pros. 
Another fun fact, that's exactly what I do as well on the tennis court. It's, uh, it's a really good way to focus and it definitely gets the adrenaline pumping. So when we talked about giving back to the community, Sean told me that he wanted to help the kids coming through in sport know what amazing things sport can do for them and how fun they can be, much like his trip to South Africa for the Cricket World Cup. Now, Blind Sports New South Wales wishes Sean the very best of luck in both his sporting and academic career. We are very proud to have him as a member and look forward to sharing his story again in the future. Now, we have a special little piece for you all uh, listening in. We have Murray Elborn, the CEO of Blind Sports New South Wales, interview Sean at the Tamworth Multisport Day right before Sean went out to play a bit of blind cricket. So let's, uh, let's have a listen to how that interview went down. I'm here with uh, the highlighted or spotlighted athlete of the month, Sean Fitzpatrick. Sean, you're about to come and play uh, a game of competitive cricket against a, an under-16s team here in Tamworth. Um, obviously, sad news last week with no um, NCIC happening. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you feel about that? Uh, yeah, of course, it's been a really tough year with all the COVID going on and we never really expected to have the uh, nationals this year, but we're still going to train hard no matter what. We're three-time champions now, and even if there wasn't a competition, we're going to train as hard as we can, get back to it next year. So three-time national champions, and, and this weekend you're here, um, and we've got over 20 um, kids with low vision and blindness uh, practicing and playing cricket for the first time. How does that make you feel, and how does it make you think about when you started coming up for cricket? Uh, when I started, I was probably 10 or 11 and I had to leave because the average age was around 35 to 40 years old. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> It's a lot different now, isn't it? <laughs> it? It definitely is. When the average age right now is around 25 to 26 years old, yep. it's, it's awesome seeing kids that can come in and be passionate about it. it. It honestly really makes a lot of us happy with kids that can come in and just take over for us in... 20 years when we eventually get told to move on <laughs> and what do you think about so obviously we got funded by the ndis uh, to do this program it's called 2020 equality um, as part of the ndis information linkages and capacity building grant and we're going to go to regional towns all over new south wales obviously tamworth is the first one but have you found the weekend and how how do you think that the kids have enjoyed it i think it's been awesome i was honestly coming up here i'd never been to tamworth but uh, coming up here, I was thinking maybe there'll be about uh, 10, 15 kids. There's been, what, over 20? Yeah, over 20. I think 23 yeah. in total. So, um, so now we'll take this program regionally and we'll, we'll go to places like Orange. We'll go to Hunter and Illawarra, um, Riverina, Northern Rivers, um, and, uh, and the West out to... Uh, yeah. So I think like this program can really make sustainable programs across the state. And so when we think about teams that are selected for blind sports in New South Wales right now, they're all representative teams mostly from Sydney, right, or, or Newcastle or Central Coast. Opening up that um, to the whole uh, to the whole state 
Um, imagine the talent that's out there that we can develop. How do you how do you think about that? It's it's awesome. You know, we of course have probably the furthest out is Brad Carriage from yep. Tamworth. We have uh, Mikey Hamilton from Aubrey. Yep. Um, they, they come into training as much as they can, but of course it is tough, so we'd love to get the hubs around Sydney so they can practice and train, get better, push into the NCIC teams. Yeah. Now, I just want to finish off with a question about uh, mateship and, uh, and the social aspect of sport. Um, when you came to us, and I remember the first time you came, um, you know, pretty shy boy, didn't say much, um, but, uh, but now look at you. <laughs> Um, so compliment? Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's a big difference, right? And you've been able to make some really good lifelong friends and really, um, you know, it's impacted your life in different ways, right? And Definitely. Talk about that for us and that journey of just feeling more confident in your own self and feeling more confident to have those friendships and, you know, how that works. Yeah, of course, when I, you said it before, I was really shy, I used to go to all the sports with a hoodie right over my face so no one really even saw me. But it, it probably took about a year, not even. And then a lot of people at goalball, a lot of people at cricket brought me out of my shell. And then I started to play sport a lot more, a lot, uh, more competitively. I started to get a bit better and it really put up my confidence and I just stopped really caring, really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really out about myself <laughs> now. I like to, like to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play tennis in jeans Definitely. as an example. <laughs> it's always about fashion. It yeah. is, yeah. 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 But um, no, it's, it's true and I think, you know, that's the message, isn't it? It's, it doesn't matter what you want to play, there's something for everybody and now you're playing tennis and you're a three-time Australian athlete, um, which you should be really proud of. And, um, and that opportunity is there for people. So it doesn't matter if you want to play cricket or tennis or golf or um, goalball or whatever you want to play. There's something out there in adaptive sport for you. And um, it's, it's just not all about the sport. It's about meeting new friends and, and having new experiences um, and enjoying it, isn't it? It's all about fun. Definitely. Uh, when I first came into it, it was mainly uh, cricket and goalball. Now yep. tennis, uh, golf has come up a lot more. Yep. More sports coming in. Soccer, AFL, of course. Basketball. Yeah, it's it's just awesome. It's just there's so many ways to adapt sport. And for me, especially watching people on TV, it's I want to be like them. Yep. And now with all these adaptive sports, we can be. And of course, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the elephant in the room, Parramatta losing last mm. night. <laughs> but on the upside. You have you've been a lifelong Parramatta supporter, and you have actually had the opportunity to play in the Parramatta Touch uh, football team as part of the Vorden Cup in the mainstream competition for for New South Wales Touch football. And we'll, we'll get a team back in that next year after COVID. But you know, tell us about actually pulling on a Parramatta jersey and playing for Parramatta. It's awesome. It's uh, it's not just putting on the blue and gold that I've always supported and watched on TV. It's uh, playing alongside friends like uh, Sean Brown, Oscar Stubbs. It's it's awesome I get to play with my mates in a sport that I really love. Great. Well, thanks for joining us. Good luck today. We expect to see lots of wickets and lots <laughs> of runs. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate you being the, uh, the Spotlight Athlete of the Month. Thank you very much.
Blind Sports New South Wales are pleased to announce the Young Athlete Visionary Program, which supports outstanding athlete achievement for Blind Sports New South Wales member athletes aged 25 years and younger. The Visionary Program will grant a scholarship to be used across a financial year, which provides support for athletes going to international competitions, training camps and approved equipment. The program will also provide Blind Sports New South Wales with athlete mentors, public speakers, promotion and awareness ambassadors through advertising campaigns on social media and the Blind Sports New South website. Now, if you're interested in inviting one of our visionary athletes to speak at an event, please email myself. But to apply for the program, if uh, you want to apply for either yourself or for your daughter or son or know anyone who is a blind or low vision athlete, please email myself uh, to be able to download an application form. But this can also be found on our website along with the criteria. Okay, I'll provide a little quick update on our multi-sport days. So these multi-sport days happen every month. And we just had the Tamworth multi-sport day happen over the long weekend. And that was an incredible success. There were so many people on the Saturday for the goal ball. All people of different abilities and different ages as well. We had a massive range from kids that were as young as five or six years old all the way to people who were plus 70 years of age. So when we say that these multi-sport days are for everyone, we really do mean that. And the sports, the adaptive sports that we have on those days include goalball, tennis, futsal, cricket and golf. And on the day, Blind Sports New South Wales will also provide information on how to get involved, programs, referrals, NDIS plan assistance and so much more. Now, the next multi-sport day will happen on the 25th of October on the Sunday from 11am to 2pm and that'll be at ACPE and then the same uh, sort of day will happen on Sunday the 29th of November from 11am to 2pm. To register yourself for these events, you can jump onto our website, which is www.blindsportsnsw.com.au forward slash events, and you'll be able to register your um, attendance for both of those days on the website. I know we're moving on to the month of October, but... For some primary school students, it feels like Christmas has come early. Blind Sports New South Wales CEO Murray Oldbourne and myself, we've been delivering and posting over 1,000 show bags all over New South Wales to vision assistant principals who would then distribute the show bags to primary school students. 
Filled with many goodies like Mabel drink bottles, Blind Sport New South Wales stress balls, Blind Cricket New South Wales temporary tattoos. The show bags also include flyers about all the programs offered at Blind Sports New South Wales for students, their families and carers. All that information can also be found online on our website. But we just wanted to say a massive thank you to all the Blind Sport New South Wales members and volunteers who dedicated time towards the packing of these show bags. Your help and support is always appreciated. Now, that brings us to the end of the September edition of the Vision Bulletin. Please follow us on social media at Blind Sports NSW on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And don't forget to hashtag Blind Sport Sports News NSW in all of your social media posts so that we can see them and with your permission we can showcase you on our channels and that is all from me I hope you all have a beautiful day and I really look forward to seeing and meeting uh, your beautiful faces and new faces hopefully in our future multi-sport days or any of our fun events that we have coming up remember for any more information visit our website If you have more detailed information or any questions about anything, including any of our affiliate sports, email myself and I'll be able to redirect you into the right path. Thank you again for listening in and I wish you all a very beautiful day.